What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Antisocial Network. It's officially March, and though spring has not yet sprung, March means warmer weather, longer days, and most importantly, my 25th birthday. And who better to talk about this milestone with than the person that shares this special day with me, my twin sister, Adriana. We'll answer the age-old question, what is it like to be a twin? And what it means to reach the quarter century mark of our lives. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Antisocial Network. We are in March, and March is my birthday month. Um, and as some of y'all might know, I do share a birthday with my twin sister, Adriana. So I've brought her on this week to be our special guest. At the family reunion, who we introduce who we introducing? This girl is Leah. She's back in town. She can so go. <laughs> yeah, you weren't supposed to be a rapper. Say what's up. What's up, party people? So, this year is kind of a big milestone for us. Um, we will be turning 25. Um, so, it's that quarter life crisis coming up I mm-hmm. mean um, just a big point in time for us and that's kind of what I wanted to bring you on to talk about just kind of reflect on our years up until this point and what turning 25 means what we expect from our lives this year you know and going forward so are you excited to turn 25 Yes, I'm excited. I think that I love my birthday. So um, Our birthday. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love my birthday. And I'm excited. 25, it's the first time, though, I'm not really doing anything big or planned or, you know, um, a trip, which I usually do. But, yeah, I'm just going with the flow. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I I think 24... And we've talked about this a little before. 24 was just a year that there was a, a lot of learning, a like deep learning curve for me. And I feel like 25, the year 2022, is just a time where I'm supposed to be implementing all of the things that I've learned. Um, and I'm ready to move out of 24 and into 25, ready to leave 24 behind. You know, 25, I feel like there's a lot in store for me this year. I don't know what, but I'm hopeful that it's full of good things and blessings and everything like that. I think it's going to be a good year. I mean, we're in year two of the pandemic. Three, no, two. two. Come on. So we're in year two of the pandemic, and a lot has, I think of it like that, like, wow, two years ago, what was I doing? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I'm glad we're in our early 20s now, officially mid-20s. Mid 20s, yeah. But I just feel really bad for people that were like senior high school, freshman year of college, sophomore year of college, now all like affected by the pandemic or virtual. That sucks. Like we got out just in time. Yeah, we always make it out by the skin of our teeth. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like mid-20s, it does sound a little weird to say I don't feel like a 25 year old and I feel like that's always what it is like you don't feel like the age you're turning or you don't 
feel I don't I don't know if you ever really feel your age. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, when you're old older. Maybe when you're older, yeah. But I like if I were to look at myself from the outside in, like I would not feel like. I mean, I look young. We look young. Have baby faces, but. I don't feel like I'd look at me and be like, oh, that's an adult right there. Like, But then if you figured out what we're doing in our lives, you'd be like, that's an adult right I there. I know, and that's crazy because it's just like, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't, I don't feel that way, but mm-hmm. based on the things that I'm doing, like, you know, I live on my own, I have my own job, you know, how many years out of college now? Three. Like, we're doing mm-hmm. adult shit, and it's like, at a certain point, you can't deny the fact that you're an adult yeah um and being 25 like sounds old like it sounds like we're well into our adulthood at this point well into sure if you're saying 18 but yeah. like yeah but I still feel like I still feel like people go like well when I was 25 I didn't know nothing so I'm like it's like what we're is still there left <laughs> yeah there's, there's still a lot in store I know yeah what what do you think you want to bring in to 25 from 24? Hmm. Well, each year I, not necessarily by birthday or um, like actual year, but each year for the past two years, I've gotten like a word of the year. Mm-hmm. And so 20. Three was balance. Twenty-four was breakthrough. So I'm really just waiting for the Lord to give me whatever this year's word is, and that's what I'll take in. That's what I'd like to take in. But t- so I'd like to bring in like the breakthroughs that I've had this year, mm-hmm. maintain them, like just being really faithful and taking the love that I've felt and seen this past year you know a lot of accomplishments I've had happen in 24 so like um believing I can get the things that I desire and so much more and yeah I'm excited because I'll be living by myself Mm -hmm. and officially moved from Seattle and just like starting my life I guess I feel like it was kind of a lull for the past two years um being at home and stuff but grateful for it but it was like in like oh am I remote or gonna have to go back that's why my things were in Seattle for two years Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to bring all of those things and more and continue to have things revealed to me in 25 but those are things that I want to bring in 24 from 24 into 25. So talking about your words, I don't know if this might fit for you or you know this might be your word, but one of the words that I was thinking of being mine was becoming. Mm-hmm. I don't know, what does that fit into your, uh, your what you wanna do in 25? Is that speaking to you? I mean, I think that's a great word and I think that there's a lot of things that I'm in the process of becoming, like a wife. Like Oof. there's, you know, this is a little strange. Yeah, like you know, that's one of the things. So there are elements that resonate. It's just like sometimes when I when I get the word, it's like it's very much confirmed. 
not only through me, but when I'm talking to my friends and what they're going through, they'll say, they'll just randomly say the word. And I'm like, how did you know that? Like how, mm -hmm. so interesting that you would describe your year, or your like current stage in your life as the same word that I've been given. So I'd have to get confirmation, you know, for that. But I do think it's possible, you know, there's like, and they're always been B words. I so know, far. that's why I thought yeah. of it. Yeah, so it could be. So my word for this year, I think I told you, is transform. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I, I want to take a lot of the lessons that I've learned from 24 and kind of transform them into who I am as I go into my 25th year and, you know, onward, because I feel like those lessons um, are, they are like a big part now of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I also want to kind of transform into the person that I feel like God has called me to be. Like mm -hmm. I want, I know that he's gifted me with so many different talents and, you know, blessings, skills, all of these things that I was probably to, I didn't believe in myself that I possessed them or I was the person that um, I needed to be in order to be this person that I feel like I'm being called to be. And I know that sounds kind of convoluted, but I just feel like the person that I am meant to be is a lot greater than who I ever thought I was. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm trying to, in 25, transform into that person that's greater because I'm understanding more that I have a lot more to offer than I previously thought. Like, and we've talked a little bit about like me wanting to um, kind of channel this confidence that you have, which is something like a quality that I admire about you and that's something that I'm trying to bring into 25 like this confidence to just know that yeah I'm the shit like I have a lot going for me and not even just in material things and a job and you know living on my own and all of that but just like who I am as a person who I am transforming into as a person like I'm starting to recognize that about myself and that's something I'm grateful for and something that I want to, to continue to build on mm -hmm. in 25. Now, something that we must get into because you brought it up, becoming a wife. Mm -hmm. ah. So yeah, you just got engaged last December. So you are going to be a wife, you are going to have a husband, I'm going to have a brother-in-law. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about comparisons and things like that you know just innately being twins it's hard to believe almost that you're about to be a wife oh gosh uh, it's, it's so weird to say no it's it's that's what i'm saying this it's is adulting exactly and that's what i'm trying to like express like it's weird for me to say because i I'm not in that place, but like I said, we have this, this natural comparison with mm -hmm. each other, and I'm not comparing myself to you, but it's just hard to imagine myself being in that place because I know I'm not there yet, but you are. So what does that feel like 
for you to be there and to be there at 25? I felt very ready when it happened and I'm very excited to be young, quote unquote, and engaged and moving forward with that because it's just so exciting to be like, wow, there's just, we have so much time to be together. Like, mm -hmm. I think your soulmate, your partner, your person, you know, I, I knew from the very beginning that I was ready for this and I asked myself before we started dating, before we started really talking, are you ready to never be single again? The answer was yes. I lived my life. I had fun. I did my thing. But I was like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, you have to, you know, have real, because if you're not ready, then you're not ready. It's, it's mm -hmm. no shame. So we're young. So we started dating when we were tw 20, I think. Anyway, 21. I'm trying. If it's been four years and we're about to turn 25. So, but we didn't start dating till December of 2017. Okay, so that would be. So, 20. <laughs> okay, quick maths. Okay, I was always the one that was good at math and science. I am an engineer. You are a marketing professional. A marketing professional. There you go. So, anyway. Just we're 20. I, I've kind of, yeah, it's 20. Anyway, go. so um, I'm excited to enter this chapter to be a wife. I'm excited because I feel like past being with the love of my life, who's my best friend, and all of that thing, who gets along with our family like a perfect fit, honestly. Besides that, I know that that is what God wants for His people is to be in partnership, mm -hmm. to be married. And that's how you become one in him. And I know that there's something on the other side of that that is powerful and that will, I will not be able to reach individually until with him, with God, until I get to that point. I'm ready to see where life takes us. And yeah, ready. I think I'm ready to be a wife, but we have a, a year, a little over a year before that will happen. So being a twin, there are things that we hear all the time when we tell people that we're twins, like, oh my gosh, I always wanted to be a twin, or I would hate to share my birthday with somebody else, or what is that like, like, things like that. What What is your take on what it is like to be a twin and like what it means to you? I think that for us, it's hard to ask in like in a sense because we don't have any other siblings but mm -hmm. it's like growing with somebody finding out who you are outside of the duo basically mm -hmm. um, seeing how you're who you are and your personality although you've had almost exact same childhood you know, youth experiences all the way up through, you know, adulthood are probably the same. You have the same family, you have the same exposure to things for the most part. How even with those, you're still a different person. It's you like have, an experiment. Yeah, basically. But yeah, we're, we're fraternal, so I don't know if it's exactly like an whatever. But yes, an experiment. And so I think it's great. 
I think it's hard to ask someone that doesn't have other siblings so what it's like. Yeah. But it's all we know. Yeah, I, I say the same thing when people ask me that question. I'm like, I don't know anything else. Like, it's just me Normal. and you. It's always just been me and you, and I think that's really what it is to be a twin. Like, mm -hmm. we've known each other longer than anyone, going on 25 years plus nine months. So, like, that's really what being a twin is to me, having someone who goes through the same experience as you, um, having just someone who's always there, like, without question. I think it's interesting you say, like, how you kind of find your yourself, find your own identity, because there are a lot of comparisons naturally in being twins, you know, who's the shy one, who's the talkative one, who likes blue, who likes pink, who's the bad one, who's the good one, and it's just like, we are separate people outside of the pair that we are, mm -hmm. and so how, how do you think you went about finding your individuality? Um, I think that our parents did a good job of separating us, letting us be ourselves, and find our own personalities, slash never comparing us themselves, really. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I feel like that allowed us to still do our own thing, but at the end of the day still be si like siblings, sisters, twins. I think also, people that are not twins have an idea of what they think it is to be a twin and so they can put those expectations on you like y'all have to be butt buddies like y'all have to talk every single minute of every single day yeah but everybody's relationships are different and grow and people who may appear to be like they're the closest or may not actually be behind mm -hmm. closed doors it could be a front there's a whole thing so I think finding what our relationship looks like and what feels comfortable for us is also something like we had to navigate. Yeah, people have a lot of expectations for twins. Um, and I feel like, you know, we've known a couple sets of twins growing up and each one of them are very different in, in how their relationship is. But yeah, part of us discovering who we are and everything was kind of, you know, knowing that we're twins, but like you said, having our own identities. And that started young with our parents separating us like in elementary school to be in different classes. That was also because I was just very shy. And if you were in my class, I probably wouldn't speak at all because you used to speak for me. So um, there's that. And then just talking about our relationship in general, like. We went to school together literally up in, until college, but in each... Through college. Through college. But through each stage of our lives, we were very different people. Like, we lived very different lives outside of each other. I would play basketball, you would be cheerleading, or playing soccer, or whatever. At Howard, it was like, we sometimes didn't even see each other for a couple days. Like we were doing yeah. our own thing. And so I think that that's something that's like really important.
in figuring out who we were as individuals. Definitely. I think that definitely at Howard, it's like people will be like, <laughs> I'm thinking about my live brothers, and they were like, I saw someone in your backpack. And I was like, that's my sister. I saw someone in your backpack. Remember when we switched backpacks? Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, I saw, and I was going to be like, come up to them, but I'm like, no, they wouldn't do that. So, yes, people did at school know that we were twins, but like some people were like, I've never seen her, or, mm -hmm. you know, and also we were in different buildings, we were different majors, so we really weren't in, like, we weren't in any classes together. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like the thing, what, it, what it's like with um, a lot of my friends in Houston, like, like I said, we've gone to school together up through college, so we've always been around, but you haven't even met my Houston friends outside of like a FaceTime call. They, they know me, right? And they don't compare me to you because they don't know you. And I think that's important, just remembering not to be compared to one another. Um, but anywho, back to turning 25. So yeah, how do you think our relationship has changed over these years? Um, I think that we kind of went from like being told we should be close mm -hmm. to like actually being close and defining what that means to us though. True. And I think it's healthy, like our mm -hmm. really like our sisterhood twinship is healthy. And I think yeah, it's developed. I feel like there's times where we like didn't talk that much and then there's times where we like talking more. But it's all like it's a relationship. Like it's like ebbs and flows and I think that when we're together in person it's like, oh easy mm -hmm. but like when it's a relationship that you maintain with somebody that is not in your vicinity not your next state not the next state over like you have to go out of your way to just schedule time to talk to make it a priority and I think that's kind of where we're like we're prioritizing mm -hmm. well and it was probably it was easier when we were doing everything you know, like you said in the same vicinity you don't feel like you need to prioritize because like you said it's like well i can just pop in mm -hmm. tomorrow even if tomorrow is it's been like you know a week a week and a half since i saw you last and we don't necessarily need to talk every day because we're right next to each other right we're right here but like yeah now that um that's probably more college like our dorms were you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the rooms were well, next yeah, to each other. yeah, that's what I'm referring to. But, um, yeah, now, and, and it's just like any relationship, and I think that's something that people don't understand. Like, we're not, th I mean, twin telepathy is half a thing. Sure. <laughs> there are half. some coincidences. Right. Um, that we have in our communication and stuff. But or, like, like, our SAT joint score is the same. That's like. A it is? Yeah, yes, Aaliyah, our joint score, not individual, like, section, but totaled up, it's the same. I did not know that. Yes, you did. Oh, I didn't remember that. Um, but, yeah, so, like, just because...
this, you know, mystical twin telepathy exists or doesn't exist doesn't mean that you don't have to work at the relationship that we have. I think that's also like coming out of college. What my friends and I talk about is like maintaining relationships is a work. Like it is work. you have to plan time to talk with them. People are on different coasts. They're different schedules. You have to make put time money and effort into it because sometimes you have to take a trip to go see your friends mm -hmm. like or they have to come to see you or you meet somewhere like it was easy to just yeah oh we run into each other with a punch out or oh like you know you have class together or you're in orgs together but any relationship after school after college may you have to both put in work to maintain it to still talk to check in not just when you need something you know mm -hmm. to actually just check on somebody and see how they're doing and things like that which is very interesting yeah because you get to see like who really matters or who yeah or who wasn't not saying that people were being friends with you because it was convenient now being in a space where I actually have to evaluate relationships for a wedding list Oof. it's like who is really someone past I want to invite them or whatever because they're somebody who I considered yes a friend but it's how deep is our friendship when's the last time I've talked to them when's the last time either of us have reached out am I the only person ever reaching out do they only call me when they need something what is the the depth of our relationship since school. Yeah, and I think that's just part of being an adult, being a 25-year-old. And it's like, there's a sense of maturity that comes in maintaining these relationships, especially when it comes to maintaining ours because it needs to be, like you said, a priority. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think that one of the things that I've been focusing on is my bonds which is something that like the church has been going through this year um, and I really do think that as my relationship with God grows stronger as does my relationship all of my relationships your yours included like because I feel like we bond the most at least as of late when we're talking about like our testimonies and the mm -hmm. things that we've experienced in Christ and things like that so I think that's very important for us in terms of you know how our relationship goes um, our faith just in that definitely now something that I've realized as I get older and also having I have like a large range of like age range of friends I feel like like from my age and maybe slightly younger to mid 30s who's 40s 40s not 40s like mid like mid to late 30s who's mid to late 30s? maybe early 40s I have a lot of people on my kickball team that oh. are older and but like I can sit and have conversations with them the same way I sit and have conversations with people my age, maybe a little older, with you, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's helping me to realize, and especially in the fact that, like I said earlier, I don't feel like 
a 25 year old. Like, like we're mature? Yes, like I don't feel that way. So like I'm now starting to realize that everybody out here is really just figuring it out mm -hmm. as they go. Like we're all, we're all just trying to survive. Like, and I think being a child, your authority figures, like they control what you do. They do that. Like you really are at their mercy for everything. And so at least me, I kind of put adults and our parents and everything like on a pedestal, like y'all are supposed to set the standard. Y'all can't mess up. Y'all can't. Not can't. Well, like, that's what, it, like, y'all should know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> you're acting as if, you know, we're children, we listen to you because y'all have. That's why confidence is important, because you say it and it holds weight, okay, even if you don't right. know. But that's what I'm saying. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. We're all out here, and, uh, and you gain confidence with the things that you do as you get older obviously because you've done them a couple wisdom. times or you have like th that's the word you have wisdom but like i'm saying like i'm I'm realizing like we're all just out here we are and that's really it at the end of the day mm -hmm. and i'm i'm thinking like that's a lesson that i've learned in 24 and also want to bring to 25 like i don't need to have all of my shit together Definitely not. I, I don't need to know this or that because nobody else knows this or that. And for 25 or 24, <clears throat> my therapist was saying like, we, I'm saying we because we are, we have similar values and stuff. Us? Yeah. Okay. That we're way more mature than most people. Most Boy. 25 year olds are. So it's like, yes, you think these things through, but the average, even majority of people our age are not thinking life through or ha thinking responsibly like we are. We're really still in that phase where you just can really mess up and do live life and all this stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking about that too, because I was having that same conversation with my barber. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, this is like post breakup and stuff. So I was saying how, you know, I'm just going to chill. I have some things about me that I need to figure out, some things that I want to work on, um, some things that I need to develop within myself. Right. And she was like, oh, no, yeah, I get that. I get that 100%. And she's, you know, again, one of the people who's, like, a little bit older. And she's like, good for you, though, because... A lot of people your age are not like mature enough to think about that for themselves. Like they're not that self-aware. Right. And she's like, I know when I was 25, I was not thinking about that at all. And that's something that I forget mm -hmm. a lot of times that not everybody is built the same. Mm -hmm. And so, but I also think that has given me a better radar for knowing the people who need to be around me mm -hmm. and in my life who I need to surround myself with because my wavelength ain't gonna match up with somebody who's not on the same page as me and like that's just 
Yeah. It is what it is. So I'm I want to pick out people who are with me in this. Like they are self aware. They know the things that they need to work on. They are working on themselves. And I think that, you know, in you know, throughout life I think I've been able to do that pretty well. But it's even more important now as I'm building adult relationships Mm -hmm. and as I'm you know looking for a relationship and trying to maintain relationships like you said figuring out who deserves to have my time and attention what who who deserves to have me as a friend as a partner so on and so forth very true i think yeah as maya angelou says when you know better you do better and i think people are age probably know better and just don't care Mm -hmm. or think that they have so much time but really you really never know like it could literally be tomorrow so um i was thinking like thinking of therapy it felt like a lot mentally so coming to these realizations there was a point where I was like ignorance is just bliss bro right like to not know like to not have the self-awareness it was easier it was better it was less hard Mm -hmm. but now being where I'm at now after having gone through all of it having you know become more aware more comfortable more confident having like better coping mechanisms and understanding myself a little more like I look back and I'm like thank god Mm -hmm. because although it was easier for me to or it felt easier for me to not be aware of what was going on within myself and you know whatever now I just feel like I there's like a peace that I feel and like knowing who I am and getting closer to becoming that person I talked about needing to be in order to like progress and fulfill the purpose that I have yeah I think that it's the easy way to just coast or not care it's also you have to be careful when you're like that because if you don't know who you are then people around you can influence and make you think oh that's who I am but it's like really do you like these things or are you just doing them because the people around you are doing them or all of those things so I think that also comes into like um, as you're saying like you know growing to the person that you're meant to be and your purpose like another scripture child I'm conscious of my rebellion like that when you become that's when it's a problem like it's okay it's to a point okay if you didn't know that this is bad for you and then it gets to a point where you really cannot you are making a conscious decision to continue to do behaviors to and that is toxic that is the definition of toxic Mm mm-hmm and and honestly it and insanity to continue to do the same things and expect different 
results. So I think that, yeah, it's easier to just not check yourself. Um, and then I just think like that piece that you said is real. Like you do get peace. You get like, wow, I'm like feeling aligned. But yeah. I feel like I'm in the space that I'm supposed to be in. And now all these things that I, when I stopped doing this or started doing this or put more time doing this, all the things that I wanted for myself, they start flowing. Like, And that's what I feel like 25 is for me. Yeah. I think that the work that's been done is always a setup for something. And there's such a larger plan at, stake that we have literally as humans no insight into like literally we just not meant to know everything like that mm-hmm. so I think that just you know when you feel like you should do something or or not you know like trust yourself and I think that's where you know the maturity comes in because it's like I really, it's so funny because I'm thinking about, like, I was just with some people that are 28, 29, mm-hmm. and our ideas of litness, of birthdays, of because it was a birthday, mm-hmm. are so different. Uh, mind you, I still have responsibilities. I still have work in the morning, but what I do if I was, I'm always, like, and I think this is a sign of still realizing, like, yes, we're mature, but we're also still young. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm like, especially when I'm going out, if you're rocking, I'm rolling. Like, so if you're going to, I don't you hate to be the littest in the room. I hate that. Mm-hmm. But if y'all going down on a Tuesday, I'm going to out, like, I'm, I'm down to do it. So, you know, someone had, you know, a big meeting in the morning, all of these things. And I'm thinking... I understand, like, you have responsibilities because I have stuff in the morning. I got stuff I got to handle. But part of me would have also been like, I got my BC powder, my liquid IV, so I'm good. Like, regardless, if I would have wanted to do that, I could still, I have prepared myself so I can handle that and, and still do both. We are still young. We still have that energy. And I think it's easy to be like, yeah, we kind of getting low, but it's like, no, I there know. there are people that are like, I don't know how you do it. And it's like, Girls, have you seen me when I was 21? When I was a little, it's it's so then that helps me see like whoa like even though I feel like I'm old, I can think about it's a it's a range. I'm not how I used to be, wild and out. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was 21, yeah, freedom, less responsibilities, just stuff. And then now I'm like I still could turn up though. But that's how it's supposed to be, like. You shouldn't be doing the same things you were doing at 21. That's what you were talking about with, you know, just being ignorant about your behaviors and and everything like that. Like, you should not be behaving the same way. We are now 25, like, or will be 25. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're still exhibiting some of these behaviors, you need to take a deeper look at yourself. It's okay to do some. So okay, no, yes, and also to, to in moderation. But it's like yeah. it shouldn't be your personality. It shouldn't yeah. be your exactly your aesthetic. Your vibe is always the littest in the room. Well, and not, not that that in terms and of not that yeah. It's not just like oh, I, that's just an example. That's yeah. easy. So I think that it's interesting to see also like parallel pathing with friends that we have that are in professional school, like med school, mm-hmm. dental school, law school, 
master's programs, married, having kids, like everyone is doing their own thing. But it's also interesting to see like, even though we're doing our own thing, we're still right doing what's right for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that what's interesting because Grace Anatomy always talks about how stunted emotionally slash romantically a lot of surgeons are i mind you it's a show but because they go straight from they go you go to get into you know undergrad then they go straight from undergrad to go to med school and then you have your four years of med school and then you go to your residency your in, like your residency mm-hmm. and then you like by the time they actually get freedom and are out of school 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 like 28 but yeah. they have the mindset of a 20-year-old because true. they haven't gotten to experience life, to have freedoms. They've been so focused. They're successful. Mm-hmm. They're doctors. And this is not everybody. This is not a blanket statement. But this is like when you focus so much on building your future sometimes or so invested solely. It's about balance. Like you yeah. said, like then they, you know, shout out to Grace. Watch Grace. But literally, like you have them that it's like, what are you doing you're 28 29 acting like this <laughs> like come on that's what i'm saying having a large age range of friends like i can see i'm it, like in houston i am definitely the youngest one or one of the youngest um so witnessing them also is a good lesson gauge gauge visual for me as like in a way they're my we're doing what we should be at 25 yeah they're well. my friends but like they're role models too mm-hmm. like i look to them to see what my life could be like in however many years um and it's finding a balance as you mm-hmm. mature is what it is Every birthday I'm asked how it feels to be insert age here. And every year I answer that I feel no different than the day before. The truth is, age ain't nothing but a number. When we take out the innuendos that accompany this phrase, we find validity in the fact that the true mark of maturity is wisdom, not the number of candles on your cake. Most people hate the idea of aging, but this year I'm choosing to change my outlook. I've realized that aging gracefully isn't necessarily about minimizing wrinkles and gray hair, but using the knowledge that I've gained to live my best life. It's this perspective that makes 25 feel different, more promising. A special thank you to my sister Adriana for joining us this week, and thank you to everyone for tuning in to the Antisocial Network. Continue to connect with those around you and grow your own networks, and I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Peace.